Hey y'all, hope you are having a wonderful day and a wonderful summer. For me, this summer has not been summering. Like, I don't know, I'm so ready for the fall season. And speaking of seasons, that's what we're talking about in this episode. I know you read the title, but um, not necessarily like fall, winter, spring, but understanding where God has placed us mentally and emotionally and as well as physically within our own individual seasons and on this episode we have two special guests that I listen we need to run it back that I just absolutely love and adore Uh, so we have my cousin Tylan Um, she is an inspiring clinical mental health counselor and we also have Naya, which she's not a new guest. Um, if you are a fan of this show or listen to this show a lot, she's been on every season of this show, dropping gems. Um, but just to give you a little background about Naya, she is a vocal coach, a youth pastor, I must say, <laughs> um, filmmaker, producer, director. She is just a woman of many talents. So I don't want to say too much, um, but yeah, so let's get into it. Thanks again, y'all, for being a part of this podcast. So I guess I'll start with Thailand. How's your day going, and how's this season in your life? Well, <laughs> as you know, this has been a very interesting season of my life, just with everything going on. Um, but overall, a blessing. It has been, mm. given me the opportunity to really focus on a lot of things within myself, focus on friendships, family. So I definitely appreciate it, but it has been a roller coaster of a season. Mm. Sure. What about you, Naya? How's your day and how's this season going for you? Yeah, the uh the day has been good. As far as this season, I it's been very interesting for me too just having to learn how to take time, more time for myself. Um I'm I'm not like working consistently at the moment. So Mm -hmm. a lot of time is being spent figuring out like, you know, what do I need to do for myself? How do I learn how to set boundaries? Um, How do I, you know, find hobbies that I have never explored before that I can enjoy in this season and just, you know, things like that. So that's kind of where I've been at. It's, it's, it depends on the day. Right. It definitely depends on the day because your season sounds like mine. Yeah. <laughs> yep. so, like, right. Yeah. It definitely depends on the day right. because some days are definitely higher than others, whereas other days it's like, what is going on? No. Like, really. this can't be my life. Right. Okay. Like, I never saw, <laughs> if you would have asked me, like, two years ago, would I be in this space right now? I would have been like, girl, you crazy. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> like, I was talking to my mom this morning and I was like, if I had known having a knee surgery would have brought me into the season that I am in now. Mm-hmm. Maybe I wouldn't have had it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would have lived around a little longer. I just, <laughs> I wouldn't have had it. Right, right. Yeah, I I don't know. It's, it's, it's one of those things where, like, I've been trying to figure out how to find my voice in new spaces. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Like, I've just been struggling with, this whole thing of like just taking more like authority over my life in certain places that I hadn't before and like speaking up in rooms that I hadn't before and I think just sitting by myself so much has given me time to like really think about like what that's supposed to look like for me but it's still days where I'm just not wanting to 
engaged or I'm, you know, I'm, I'm extremely tired, but then I'm trying to figure out like, how do I stay motivated? There's certain things that I'm trying to do, but then, you know, trying not to be on my own timeline is, yeah. It's, right. it's been like an up and down thing. No, yeah. I, I feel that. And I would say this season for me has definitely been humbling. And one of the reasons why I chose both of you guys for, you know, this episode is because you guys have been helping me navigate this season for me, especially with, you know, events that I never saw coming or people that I never thought would leave my life or people that I thought would enter my life. So yeah, I'm, you know, I'm glad to have you guys' insights today. And (laughs) (laughs) yeah, so um, I mean, I have just a question for me um, is like, when, when things happen, how do you overcome it? Like, say, for instance, you lose somebody close to you but they're like still alive at at a point like how do you find the strength or the courage to say you no longer serve me and you know you're not good for me mentally spiritually like I have to move on but it's like y'all know me I'm more I'm a anxious attachment person (laughs) like I've always had this mentality of like if you in my life, you in this thing to stay, mm-hmm. at least for a minute. So, like, how, because I know both of you have experienced this, like, how, you know, did you find that strength, that courage to say, this no longer serves me? Honestly, I have been in the season of this no longer serves me for a minute. <laughs> and mm-hmm. let me be honest, I've been cutting people off left and right. And not in the, I don't like you or leave mm-hmm. me alone type of way, but literally in the you no longer serve me Mm -hmm. and one thing especially during this process of being like at a standstill almost because there's so many limited things that i can do since the surgery is that uh, really allowing people to show you who they are and remove as they need to be removed because god's gonna show you who needs to be around you right right by their actions and being able to decipher those actions. Like, I've really learned that everybody has a season in your life, mm-hmm. whether that is forever or two hours. <laughs> like, I'm not even kidding. No, you Like, you I've been at the grocery store and made somebody's day just by speaking and saying, hey, they probably never see me again, never speak to me again, but I'm, I've made my impact. Mm-hmm. I've done what mm-hmm. God wanted me to do for that person that day, whatever that was. Mm, okay. That's good. So really being okay with knowing that not everything in this life lasts forever. We don't even last forever. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And once at some point we expire. Mm-hmm. So being okay with letting people's time expire with you. And that's that. is not where I was for a long time so it's like relatively new to me and when I do it honestly it's so draining to me sometimes because I'm so not used to um you know having that conversation of you know hey like you are not serving me you are not adding anything additional to my life that's positive or 
you know, I may not say it like that, but mm-hmm. just having that conversation has been really difficult for me. And so I've been learning step by step to just do it scared. You know, mm-hmm, like yeah. even if my voice cracks a little bit, even mm-hmm. if it shakes, you hear me talking right now and I'm very clear, I'm very articulate. But sometimes when it gets to the point of like being emotional and expressing other things that may upset me, like I do get nervous about that. But it's like I just got to do it because I need to see where are we going to be with this or is this something that God is telling us that this is just not the season for us to continue forward with whatever it is that that we had in a previous relationship or or family connection, friendship, whatever it may look like. Sometimes it's just that doing it scared is, is really like what I've had to do, honestly, just to like figure that out. But for me, I think as I'm growing in my relationship with God, it gets a tad bit easier each time because it's like I have to keep going back and reminding myself like who God has told me that Mm -hmm. I am and the people in my life will also reflect that and they will also exude that in their character and if that's not what I'm getting I know what I feel like when I'm drained from anybody anybody that's like draining me or making me upset all the time like I definitely recognize what my body does. I start to physically not feel well and things like that. And so I think sometimes it's even that push of knowing what do I feel like when I'm not drained and run into a ground into the ground by a person or a situation. Okay, I want to continue to feel like that. Or who are so, the people that yeah, are who are the people? When I don't yeah, feel drained. yeah, like that can look like anything. And so it's it's like a day by day thing. But now that I'm finding so much so many places in my life where I need to have peace. It's like when I don't have it, I get, I get almost like anxious. And it's like, if Mm -hmm. there's a person or a group of people that are causing that, like I do have to be a little more vigilant about where I need to go with that conversation or that relationship, whatever it is. So hopefully that like answered it. I kind of went. So when (laughs) does it become like, Okay, because, you know, God gives us grace and we're supposed to give others grace. When does that grace, like, stop to where you're like, okay, I can't do this anymore? Like, how do we, how do Hmm. we navigate through that? I can give you grace and never talk to you again. Okay. Like, there's a guy now. I I don't ever plan on speaking to him again. Not even kidding. Mm Mm-hmm. And... We didn't even have a conversation about it. And don't get me wrong, like how you said earlier, conversation is probably the most difficult part. Yeah. But one thing I've learned in this process is some people are not worth having the conversation with. Sometimes you literally just have to take a step back and leave the situation, whether it's a conversation or not. Because some people are made or created to keep dragging you back in. Mm. And I allow some people to drag me back in. Like this said person has been able for three years. To just drag me back in. Not because they bring any type of additional value to my life. I'm not going to lie. Right. But simply because it's, it's it's a comfort thing. Yeah. So really just being able to either have that conversation with me. Because I kid you not, y'all, I haven't had a conversation with somebody today. And, it, and he's a cool person. But I was like, hey, mentally, I'm not in a space to entertain this. And I don't want you to think I ghosted you because I'm good for that. I'm good for never <laughs> speaking to you. One thing I will not do is speak to you again if, mm-hmm. I, if I feel like I need not to. But knowing what people is worth the conversation and what people aren't. What people are built to bring you back and want you to suffer with them because misery does love company. Mm-hmm. And what people genuinely want the best for you, it just may not be a season or a place for them right now. Yeah. Mm. 
I think for me, it's like, it's that's such a tricky question because it's like, you know, we want to extend grace the way, the same way God is merciful and extends grace to us when mm-hmm. we really don't deserve it. But of course we're human and we, you know, <laughs> our flesh responds to things faster than our, our spirit may want to. And I think for me, kind of to Tyler's point, but just kind of thinking about there are certain people that I don't believe God is saying continue to pursue, continue to pursue Mm -hmm. because they're literally draining the life out of you. And you can still love that person. Even thinking, like if you think about like family, like you Mm -hmm. can still love a person that's in your family. It may not change who they are to you as it relates to a family member, but hey, I'm going to just have to pray for that like and move forward. But we don't have to have daily conversations we don't have to engage in a way where we're spending all this time together because it's just not good for my spirit. But I can continue to pray for that healing of you because I can't heal it. I can't fix that. That's up to God. And when we think that we can, you know, we can try to fix things for people because we we keep seeing the potential in a person and we, you know, we forgive and we forgive. But then there's like this thin line that's like, okay, where do I step back and stop enabling and just start allowing God to do what he's going to do? And I just have to continue to move forward the way that I need to move forward in order to focus on what Mm -hmm. I need to focus on. And it's really, that's not really, it's really hard to do. So like, I don't even have a, a perfect answer for that because I feel like we all kind of figure that out in our own way. Right. But as long as we continue pursuing the thought that, yeah, we all jacked up in some way or another. No, I don't want people to continue running over me. I will extend grace, but it doesn't mean I have to continue being besties or we, we have to do all of these different things together to, mm-hmm. to for me to love you. I can still yeah. love you, but... I forgive you, I love you, but from a distance. Yeah, and that's that's just how it has to be sometimes, you know? It, it Yeah, it's tricky, Ooh, I know. I ain't gonna lie, that's so hard for <laughs> I me and Tyler know. Uh, yeah, I do. It's, <laughs> it's so, so hard for me, and I, and I want to get to that space. And I know, like, for me, it is the comfortability. It's something that I'm used to. And just trying to get out that uncomfortable, or trying to get uncomfortable. Get trying, comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yes, yes, exactly. It's, it's going to happen. Because it's, it's going to happen. Yeah, it's inevitable. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. everything is not a comfortable space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, everything is, doesn't bring you a comfortable mindset. So... But you gotta be, you when I say be comfortable with being uncomfortable, you gotta think of some situations too that really do make you uncomfortable. It's like, no, I don't want to be comfortable in this. So if you can be mm. in that type of situation, say I'm not comfortable with this, and walk away, then you should be able to allow people to walk away. Right. That's, yeah. Right. That's good. Right. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, I gotta marinate on that one because <laughs> I don't got the the perfect cut answer at all. So yeah, that's good though. Right. Mm. Yeah. So when it comes to like. I guess everybody's personal season. How, what makes you keep going? Cause like I said, my season is, I feel like humbleness because I'm not working right now. I'm in a still position and I'm a very impatient person and trying to be patient, trying to rest. Like we were saying earlier before we started recording has been very difficult for me and, and trying to, I guess, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but I'm going to just say acknowledge how my relationships have changed since I'm going to just say the pandemic, like life has just changed dramatically for me and it's been hard for me to honestly keep up. So how do you, I guess, not go insane every day? Like, mm-hmm. How do you not have Girl, I do go insane some days. <laughs> like, not even. Yeah, I was going to say. Like, 
The goal is not to not go insane. Mm-hmm. Okay? Like, trust me, everybody had a days where it's just like chaos and mm-hmm. insanity. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the goal is really just to remember that this is not my end all be all. Right. Yeah. And where there is faith, there is favor. And just to remember that life goes on. Like, this is not the end for me. This mm-hmm. might just be the beginning. This is the start of a new chapter. Whatever this is, thank God for it. Because at the end of the day, it's a blessing no matter what type of chaos or hecticness it brings to your life. Because, girl, <laughs> I haven't, like, you know, like how you say you haven't been working. Me either. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and then I haven't been working on top of the fact that I was at a standstill and only could sit in my home mm-hmm. for weeks first two months of my after my surgery so it's like now I'm really starting to get back into being being able to do things and it's so funny because people have this perception of oh she's walking out so she should be able to do this she should be able to do that and people didn't stop relying on me when I Mm. had my Mm. surgery Mm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. like I kid you not people ask me for more favors when I had my surgery than they did before I had my surgery and it's just like I had to realize that I was kind of by myself while everybody else still knew that I would be there. And that's yeah. what made me really realize. Like, oh, okay, so many people really do got to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, you are you are a taker more than you are a giver. And don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with that. There's people like that. And that's on, that's on them people. Right. But when you want from me way more than you are ever willing to give to me, whether that is spiritually, financially, mentally, emotionally, you're draining. And God didn't put me here to be drained. <laughs> he put me here to pour into people as people pour into me. Right. But to leave myself with an empty cup is ridiculous. Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I think it's so for me, like I'm in this season of um, like learning how to be disciplined simply for myself. Mm-hmm. I could be disciplined if it was about getting good grades or Mm -hmm. like something, a job related, but literally I'm not, once again, like I said, not working consistently. I'm doing things that I enjoy, Mm -hmm. but I'm not doing those things all the time. A lot of the things that I'm doing are in the space that's just for my own like personal development at this point. Like I'm sitting and I'm trying to figure out what it is in this season that I need to be more disciplined in for myself so that when it comes to, like you said, pouring into other people, that when I need to be poured back into, I know, you know, where to go and, and the source from which I can get that from. And mm-hmm. so it's just, I, I, and I'm trying to remember exactly the, the way that you worded the question before we started responding to this. But I just think in this season that there has been a lot of space for, for me to just kind of figure out what it is that I need to do in order to, to best be able to communicate when I, when I'm not the person to rely on because mm-hmm. there are seasons where I'm just not that I'm not that girl for that job okay mm-hmm. like and but I'm you not want to be because of the type of person you are yeah, yeah. but like you, you know, feel responsible to be yeah and, that's the and I, I spent mo- I spent most of my life feeling like that and yeah. I am just now getting to a place where I'm learning let other people do stuff like and not that I was trying to take over things but naturally because it, it sounds like we all are like very caring and wanting to just step up and make sure that things get done right but it's like, what if I can't do some of this stuff? Like, Tyler, you literally physically could not do a lot of things that maybe you were doing before, but mm-hmm. people still had this intention. You're the just mindset be- to ask me. Yeah. Correct. And it's like, okay, whether 
I'm, you know, out because of this or because I'm telling you, no, I just don't want to do it. You like people have to understand that you do get to a season in your life where it's like, hey, other people got to step up and do stuff, too. And it doesn't necessarily mean that I don't want to, that I don't care, but it has to be balanced. Mm -hmm. I cannot be all things. I'm not every woman. (laughs) I'm not like I just that's not what I want to be anymore. Mm -hmm. And I because I understand what it felt like to be in a season of wanting to be everything for everybody. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, I'm not even interested in that no more. Like I, I still love people. I still want to show up for people, mm-hmm. but I do have to have boundaries, borders and boundaries so, because there's days where I have to reset. Like I just can't, like I have to reset myself completely and then come back and I can pour it to somebody else, but I can't just be round the clock doing that all the time. So I don't know that just that just sparked something up in up in me because it just made me think about that that like I don't want to be looked at as that person all the time Mm -hmm. I I want there to be a point where people say hey I know she can do it but should she she doesn't have to you know Mm -hmm. I can ask somebody else or you know maybe there's space for a person to just they got to figure some stuff out first before they can step back into this role whatever it is we talking jobs relationships anything i'm just i don't know it just made me think about like all the things so no and that's like one of the reasons i wanted you on the podcast because that's what i'm trying to get out of is that people pleasing trying to because that was Mm. how i was brought up that's Mm -hmm. how i was brought up was Mm -hmm. in order for you to feel happy you have to do things for others Mm. so i've never Put myself first. Yep. When you helping everybody else, mm-hmm. it leaves less left to even help yourself. Yeah. So you gotta be able to take a pause and be like, okay, right. So what am I doing for me? Like right. now, I kid you not. Lately, I've been doing this thing where, for every one thing I do for somebody else, I do two things for myself. Two mm-hmm. things that I want to do. Two things simply for Thailand. Mm-hmm. And also, what you were saying earlier, if if I don't want to do it, I I might not just answer my phone. Like, I had to get there, though. Mm. Like, because I'm one of those people, I'll answer my phone knowing you want a favor. Knowing you want a favor. Like, kid you not, my homegirls called me last night on FaceTime, both of them. And I was like, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> I answered, I'm like, what's the first thing she said was, we need a favor. I hung up. I hung up. See, that's what I'm trying to be. Like, <laughs> um, I hung up. But, you know, see, but for me... And because I, for me personally, I used to be extremely passive. So, like, it was, like, for me, it was, like, on the Mm -hmm. extreme end where people were so clueless to me even feeling anything. Because they're, like, well, you didn't say anything. So, now it's, like, Mm -hmm. I do have to, I do have to stay on the phone and just say something. Like, I just can't do it. Or I just, I'm not in a place to do it. Because I know, for me, it's easier for me to just say, nope, I'm not going to respond. I'm not going to say nothing. I'm going to just avoid it, avoid it, Mm -hmm. avoid it. So that's kind of like where I'm getting at right now. But silence is an You said, "Hey, look, the silence is silence, <laughs> silence is an answer." I'm right. You said it does that, that. That does the job. Oh, right. Man. And then for me <laughs> is another thing that was taught to me growing up, and I've been trying to get out of it. Is when you don't want to help, when you do say no, you can be perceived as a bad person, or you can be perceived as a bad friend or Shrug it off bad partner. Because it, 
Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're good. You're one of them. Yeah, I'll go. I was about to say, <laughs> I I understand, you know, what you're saying mm-hmm. because that would literally just be me, like, almost, mm-hmm. like, nail-biting, like, oh, my goodness, like, I cannot say no to this at all or people are going to, like, feel away about me. And so it took a progressive couple times, for real, to mm-hmm. say no. And somebody said something so profound that I never, like, it just never got out of my brain that your no allows you to say yes to the things that you need to say yes to. Mm-hmm. If yes. you keep saying yes to everything, Absolutely. what are you saying no to that God is asking you to I do? I feel like Sarah Jace Roberts said that. I no, feel like pa- it's something no. we read or something. Pastor Teray Roberts, her husband said it. Okay, because I'm like, that sounds so familiar. <laughs> yeah, okay, so, yes. but I never forgot it when he said yes. that. And I only heard that like a couple months ago, but mm-hmm. I was like, that's so true. Like, my no is is a yes to something that God may be asking me to do. But I keep saying yes, yes, yes to temporary things and people that are just pulling from me. And you know how we talk about like sometimes we don't know if we can hear God's voice or we Mm -hmm. don't know. We can't hear because we doing everything for everybody else. Like at least that's been my experience. And Mm -hmm. so that helps me feel a lot less guilty when I'm reminded that when I say yes to what God has asked me to do, he's not leading me astray because it has yet to happen. But when I'm saying yes to all this other stuff from people, it really... It's doing it for them, but not for me. Like, what is that doing for me? And it allows you to be able, be, finally saying no to people or saying no about certain situations allows you to know what type of people you have around you, what type of friendships those are. Yeah. Because if I say yes to you 99.9% of the time and you throw a hissy about me saying no today, it kind of leaves me to not want to do nothing else for you because you don't appreciate what I do do for you. Because the one moment that I can't, you don't, you're not concerned of why I can or what's going on in my life or whatever else. You just focus on the no. Mm-hmm. So then it's mm-hmm. like you have no concern to what's going on with me. Yeah. And, and the last thing I will say is sometimes you have to say no to people a couple times because you have to, you have to almost like teach them something new. It's like right. a kid that you always say yes right. to. They come up to you for the same piece of candy every single day. You keep giving it to them. That's teaching them that that's what they can expect from you each time that they see you. But when you start telling them no, of course they're going to be confused. Repeat them no's a couple times. If they feel like they're just going to keep bouncing back and having, you know, hissy fits and things like that, then at that point, at least for me, that's how I feel. It's like at that point, then we can be done because you clearly just, I mean, you don't see what the issue is, but sometimes you even got to teach people to know because then they'll be like, oh, okay. Some people might be like, all right, I get it. Like you said, no, I understand. You know, it just takes people a couple times, depending on who it is, but you got to use your own discernment with that one, you know? Yeah. It's funny because now that you said teach people, somebody told me once that Thailand is not your job to teach everybody a Mm. lesson. And I'm like, but if I have the lesson to teach, who am I to withhold it? Man. But at the same time, it's not. It is not my job to teach everybody a lesson because now that's just me lingering along even longer. Because I feel like you, it's my responsibility to show you the way. But don't you have to teach people how to like love you or teach people how to be a friend to you or? You I think know? I to that. No, I mean it depends no. on I guess what you teach you how to be my friend because honestly anybody who is my friend they're my friend because we have. We, we do have that type of mutual. Anybody I strongly consider a friend, I don't think, I don't feel like I had to teach them my friendship. And I, I think for me, 
Um, or teach people how to treat you or something. I, it's something so, I heard. It was like teach you. You don't know how to treat to... people though. Is like how I be feeling. So, <laughs> so I, yeah, I was about to say I wanted to circle back to that mm-hmm. real quick because you know I do have um, friendships where as we are growing through the years and things like that, sometimes we do have to backtrack. Mm-hmm. Each other. Like great friends, we love each other, we respect each other, but things do come up. And yes. sometimes we have to sit and say, all right, we got to talk about this thing mm-hmm. because it made mm-hmm. me feel this way or mm-hmm. the other person may have felt a way. Let's hear both sides. And sometimes that's a teachable moment for both of us. And we say, all right, how do we avoid this happening again? Okay, let's just be clear when something actually affects a person. Let's communicate that in the beginning or, hey, let's have these type of boundaries. Sometimes there are little lessons that we have to learn if we really value the friendship. But if right. it's a person that is like, bro, you a mess anyway, mm-hmm. this is no, I'm not about to waste time trying to work through that with a person. You'll know. You'll know if it's a person yeah. that is like, I don't need to waste time doing that. So to that point, I definitely understand that. But there are certain friends that's like, no, that's a lot of love here. But yeah. naturally, we do some things that irritate each other. Mm-hmm. It may not be blatantly disrespectful or a complete red flag. But hey, this was something that made me feel away. Let's let's talk about that. And that can be a teachable moment for both of you. And y'all know how to move forward because we're all maturing in different ways mm-hmm. and we're going through different seasons. We may not always be doing it right at the same time, but I think if it's like that friendship that you that y'all really really value, sometimes you do got to kind of you know, it's a little it's a little extra work that go into that, you know? That's mm-hmm. that's just what I've come across that was- as of some of some of my friendships, some. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's just growing. I feel like that for me, that's me growing within that friendship. Because yeah. As right. we get older, we do grow. We do change. Mm-hmm. Certain characteristics of ourselves are not the same. Right. right. But I more so think of that as us growing in our friendship and then more so teaching. Like I do understand what you're I got saying. You. A teachable moment. Like, okay. Yeah. But when I think about having to teach somebody, I think about a toddler. I think about little kids. Yeah. I think about me teaching you how to use the bathroom. You know, wipe yourself, potty training. I shouldn't have to teach. I, I, I just feel like when it comes to an adult, unless you're at a new job, why? what am I teaching you? I feel it. And I think maybe it's just the word choice. Because I think yeah. we're honestly saying the same thing. Yeah. We just use different words. Yeah. But I agree that... We we should not be spending our lives trying to teach, teach adults from A mm-hmm. to Z. So yeah. I get what you're saying. I yeah. think it's more of a Bad work. word. No, you good. <laughs> no, because I used I used it too. So mm-hmm. like I I get what you're saying, and I think that we both can agree that yeah. it really is a growing thing mm-hmm. at the end of the day, mm-hmm. and that none of us stay the same, and we have to go through these moments of we're learning. Yeah, right. We're learning together how to continue to be friends as we're growing in our relationship right. and age. You know, as we get older. So mm-hmm. picking your people, you grow. Uh Mm -hmm. speaking like speaking of growing like I feel like um and maybe I could be wrong about my self-awareness but I feel like I am backtracking because I felt like before the pandemic when I was in college and everything like that I was more confident in myself maybe not as you know I felt more confident in myself and, and, and where I was and now I feel like I don't no, like I don't know. I don't. It's it's just so weird. Like how like I look at old pictures. Like I was looking at old pictures today, and I'm just like, even though I wasn't like happy in that moment, like I felt unhappy in that moment. I'm definitely happier then than I am now. So like I don't know where that feeling has come from, but. 
I think about that a lot, and I know you're not supposed to look in the past. You know, you got to move forward and push on, but it's like, I don't know. I feel like I'm, I'm not, what's the opposite of progression? Like regret? Is Re- it regress? Digress? 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 I don't know, child. <laughs> don't. That's don't educate people. We all got degrees. <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually the grammar police. That's the crazy thing about it, but I that one kind of tripped me up. Yeah, it might be regression, but if it's not, somebody will call us out on it. But what I was going to say was, honestly, what I hear and what I really can relate to Mm -hmm. is, at least from hearing what you just said Mm -hmm. and being reminded of my own situation, that confidence was the security in the external things. You know, Mm. you had certain things in place that society says, this should make you happy. This is what's going to provide you happiness and security. But now those things are spread out all among, all among the place right. and you're left with you and Ooh. you're left with God. And sometimes it's hard for us because we're like, well, well, what, what else is there right now? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not really sure. And mm-hmm. he just, that's, he, that's how he works. He'll take us through a season where he pulls all of these things out of our hands, out of our grasp to tell us that this is not where you place your confidence. Your confidence is always going to be within you because of who God is. But it's like he has to remove certain things out of our space to even for us to even be able to see and realize that there's so much more that he's even trying to give us that's bigger than what you may have thought made you happy in that moment. But then you said it didn't really make you happy, you know. Mm -hmm. So that 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 for me has been my biggest discovery with that. You know, Mm -hmm. all of that stuff is fleeting, but his his love and what he's trying to reveal to you is something that's going to last forever as long as you just keep continuing to press towards that and find more ways to figure out what he's trying to tell you about yourself there's Mm -hmm. a lot that he's trying to tell you about yourself that you probably haven't even come across yet right once you do confidence please right that's gonna always be there you know i feel like i'm trying so hard to tap into that like i'm I'm trying to pray at least three times a day I, i read my bible every day but it's like, I don't know. It's like, I feel like I'm just not getting there. Like, at least with God, I feel like I'm not getting there. Like, and that could be why, right. though, because you, you're you putting that mindset in your head that I'm not getting there. Mm. And I think that's, I, I, I only say that because I that's my issue. Mm-hmm. Is that I'll read my Bible, I'll shoot, I journal, mm-hmm. I'll try fasting. Like, you know, there's mm-hmm. things I've done. And then I'll be like, okay, nothing happened. <laughs> but it's like, don't walk in it with the expectation that something right. is supposed to happen. Right. Because you're not doing it to get something to happen. You're doing it to connect, have a stronger relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And that's that's really definitely my issue as well. Like one thing during this season of my life that I, I keep repeating in my head, and I kid you not, I have a blank page in my journal about it. It's a header, but it's nothing underneath it. But God keeps telling me, peace be still. Mm. And I'm just like, I am still. I can't move. I can't walk. Like, I'm, I'm as still right. as still can get. Right. But is your mind still? And it's not. Girl. Because you know, I did not sleep last night. Here. China. <laughs> Texas. Okay. You can that. Man, I can literally be physically still just like this. My brain is probably computing off 50 different mm-hmm. things. And none of those things are anything I need to really be thinking about. That exactly. It's not even relevant. But that's me every day. I can walk around. I can talk like this. I can sit like this. Mm-hmm. I ain't doing too much moving around and fidgeting. But in my mind, there's not a lot of rest. There are days where that's what it literally looks like. And that's where the peace be still is the hardest. Mm-hmm. And, and even for like what y'all were saying about like, you know, reading the Bible and journaling and things like that. 
I think sometimes even God, he just tries to like make us just like literally sit and and it feels weird because it's like if I don't hear anything then I don't really know what to expect in this mm-hmm. situation. Sometimes it looks like just resting, like finding time to literally lay in the bed and rest and God for me God will talk to me when I'm in the bed a lot of times. Mm-hmm. But like I feel like I have to be like up journaling or reading. I do those things, but like some days that's not what my soul needs. Like mm-hmm. I'll read the word every day. Don't get me wrong, that's not what I'm saying. But some days journaling is not going to do it. Some days a walk is not going to do it. It just depends on what is my soul pulling towards. Do I need to just listen to some worship music mm-hmm. and call it a day? Mm-hmm. And then tomorrow I'll get more into reading some more chapters of the word. But today me reading 50 chapters of the word might not be what I need. I might need to only do three and need to lay down somewhere and, and really let my mind sit down. So that's what I'm trying to figure out too, because I feel like it just every day is different. And yeah. we can have habits and we can have like routines, which is great. But like God, he don't really, apparently he don't work like that all the time. He yeah. just be wanting us to shake out of that. So yeah, cause it's not, life is not supposed to be really a habit and a routine. Yeah. It's not like your, your today is not supposed to look like yesterday and your tomorrow is not supposed to look like whatever today did. Mm-mm. So I personally feel like God really just been shaking things up like get out of that routine mindset that this is how it's supposed to be. Right. That every day should look like this because it won't. And you're going to drive yourself <laughs> nuts mm-hmm. trying to force it to be. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's real because there, there would be times where I would just kind of like mentally beat myself up like I didn't do this, this, and this. Girl, forget a checklist. Like I had to tell myself mm-hmm. like some days that checklist is not going to get completed but I got to sit down somewhere and, mm-hmm. and really figure out what it is that is needed for today. And then tomorrow I can go back to that checklist. But like, I'm really trying to learn how to give myself like way more grace because yeah. Yeah. that's what God yeah. extends to us. It doesn't mean I'm being lazy. It doesn't mean I'm yeah. making excuses, but it's just like grace, girl, give yourself more grace to just figure it out. Like, and it sucks though because some days grace does feel like lazy. It does, oh, yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, am I just being lazy? Like, God, right. please remove the spirit of laziness. <laughs> and it's like, it's not that you're lazy. Like, don't get me. I go before my surgery. I went to forty hours a week work plus where I went to school full time because I'm getting my master's on yes. top of physical therapy two three times a week. And I'm just like, I didn't get all this other stuff done. And it's like, girl, but did you breathe? Like. Did you take a minute to rest? Did you take a minute to meditate? Do you think? Yeah. And I don't. It's like a, mi- a million miles a minute before I know it's the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sleep and I'm repeating the same thing for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And for me also with this season in my life, um, like coming back home after the pandemic, because I wasn't supposed to be home. I was supposed to be in Texas working at this big tech company living my life living my little southern girl <laughs> life, <Texas> life. <laughs> yes but this pandemic happened and i bring that up to say like uh when i lived in tallahassee during college or whatever i lived by myself i did a lot of things by myself and sometimes i did feel lonely but most of the time i was content and i used to tell myself lauren you'll never get this time again you never know when you'll have this alone time again and at first I was like mad lonely, but then I started to appreciate it. I would get up in the morning, go to the grocery store, go to the gym, things like that. And just be content with being alone. But since I moved back home, I've been dealing with the spirit of loneliness. Mm. 
And it has been. I'm trying not to cry. Oh. I ain't never cried on the podcast. Please, because I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm not doing today is crying because I cried this morning. But it's okay. <laughs> get into it. But loneliness has caused some things in my life that you know I would have never done before. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. people I've never would have let in my life or experiences. I would have never had, you know, came about because I was lonely because I'm in this deep sense of loneliness and I and I can admit that, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like that's why I'm like I understand God is, you know, trying to trying to humble me, but it's also like very lonely. Oh yeah. Oh no, girl, who you telling? Oh yeah. Like don't <laughs> don't feel bad about it because we've all done things or been put ourselves in situations because we lonely. I can not probably most of my text thread is probably people because I'm lonely. I'm bored. <laughs> not even kidding, like because right. I have nothing else to do because right. I'm sitting here and it's not that I really want anything to do with these people or you know it'll it might go somewhere. Granted right. you never know what happens. Maybe maybe my husband is in one of these things. <laughs> I ain't opposed to it. But Loneliness will really bring you to a place of confusion. Like, because why? Why am I lonely? Like, especially when you're a person that you come from, coming from somewhere where you always had attention. People always, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah. Cause you know, when I when I was working, everybody always in my face. Mm-hmm. Like, or when I go out to the grocery store, always in my face. So when I had to sit in my, when I was confined to my home and Instacart for two months, it was like. What happens to people that was in my face? Mm-hmm. Like, why is this so? But I think my I, one of the reasons why I feel like I end up in this situation I did mm-hmm. is because God wanted me to have loneliness. I needed loneliness in order to have those type of conversations with him because I spent so much time having conversations with other people to prevent myself from being lonely. Yeah, that I didn't get did I didn't spend enough time talking to God because honestly, when you have that type of relationship with God, what is loneliness? What are, who, who, right. what is, how are you lonely? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and that separates loneliness from being alone with God. That right. can sound like an oxymoron, but like literally it, that's what it is. Like being lonely feels like a lack thereof. Right. But God literally wants us to be alone with him. And sometimes he has to really pull us into a place where we do think that we're lonely. But it's like, it's almost like a, he, it's like he wants us to surrender everything that we have. Because mm-hmm. it's like, when you're not lonely, you don't have to surrender anything. You, yeah. you feel, you feel this sense of yeah. happiness. You feel like you have everything you need. But guys, like, where does he come into play for that? And so it's like, it's just giving ourselves that time to continue to be alone with God and it's so interesting that like you say like you feel more lonely at home you know being around a familiar space Mm -hmm. than you did somewhere where you were actually alone by yourself and so it sounds like you really had cultivated an environment that you could build up confidence within yourself but you also it sounds like you were spending a lot of time with God too for you to not feel like or I don't know it just seems like maybe you you built something that made you feel like 
you had everything you needed without a room full of people being in And it. that's the thing. That's, I would say, where my relationship probably started with God. But I wasn't reading my Bible as often as I do now. I wasn't trying to pray as much as I do now. I just, I did talk to God. Like, I did. But mm-hmm. it wasn't, I wasn't going as hard as I am now. Maybe I'm overdoing it or something. Maybe no, you I'm can't over- overdo it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not overdoing it, but like you know what I'm trying to, trying to no, say. Like I'm just like you. Do you, it. So for you, do you feel like there's a certain way that it has to go about presenting yourself before God as it relates to being able to talk to Him in order to get a response that you want to get from God? Like do you feel like it has to be a certain way? Like I have to do X, Y, and Z in order to be able to talk to God. I don't think that it has <clears throat> to be a a certain way. I'm just trying to figure out how. He talks to me because it looks know? different. Because it a looks lot of different people. for a lot of people, and that's the thing too. I even though I wasn't praying as much as I do now, I I heard God. Like there was a time, and I and that's how this podcast even started. I had very bad social anxiety too. If I wasn't in class fifteen minutes before class started. So I can pick my seat and I'm already there before the whole class get there because my anxiety was that bad. I would not go. And one time I was late and I just cried hysterically. And I know y'all like, oh, what the hell? It's just class. Oops, I cussed. But he'll listen to that <laughs> word. But um, I, I just cried hysterically yeah. on my knees. And then God just told me to get up. And that was the first time I ever heard him. Mm. He said, get up. Mm-hmm. And... Mm-hmm. I got up. It no, was I did. I got up too. Because I'm like, what was that? Like, I was, what? And that wasn't me because I'm just yeah. crying hysterically. Like, I'm not going to class. I'm about to da 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 da. And I just heard, get up. And I got up and went to class. And ever since then, I was content. Now, did I still try to go to class uh, early? Yeah, I yeah. did. But. If I was five minutes before class, I'm good. If I went to class literally at, if class started at one and I'm there at 101, I'm good. Like after that, I was good. And then the next time I heard him, I was here and I got into it with, you know, some childhood friends and he said, let it go. And then that's, and I let it go. Like, so it's like, I, I heard him, but now I feel like, in this season, I'm not really hearing him how I want, how I once did. Person, I feel like we we all hear God when honestly, I feel like God. We hear God when it's really time to hear God. Like when he, when we yes. really down to our yes. knuckles and we yes. and we really not listening, he really gonna be like, pull you by your hair, like girl, get up, <laughs> and act like you got some sense. Yes, because like he, he does that to me. It's been times that I've heard God and then I won't hear him for months. And then I'm going through something and he like, girl, I'm still here. Mm-hmm. I didn't go anywhere. I didn't mm-hmm. leave. Mm-hmm. But you have to think of what type of distractions or things are in your life at that moment that might be causing you not to be to right. hear God. Or maybe right. you are hearing him. You're just not hearing, hearing him in a sense that you did before Boy. so you don't realize. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. with that, because you are going to, now that you're in a season, since we're talking about reasons and seasons, like you're literally in a season where you're going to start hearing him in new ways, which means that you're growing. That yeah. That's what that means, that yeah. you're growing with God in a way to where he can talk to you in right. multiple platforms, right. in multiple ways. But what I've learned about God is that 
it's not always a booming loud thing it be whispers and that's mm. where that's where sometimes i start to question my own voice versus what god said mm-hmm. and sometimes god's voice is in my voice because he's within the spirit but it's him but it just okay. sound like me nope. and i'm not saying <laughs> i swear for anybody that listens to <laughs> i, I am not saying that in the sense of hmm I want to commit a crime. Yeah, God said, let me do that because that's what it said in my... No, I'm literally saying like when we feel that gut feeling, Mm -hmm. all we hear is our voice, but we know God is talking to us, but he doesn't talk to us like this. And we know that. That's not Mm -hmm. how he talks, but it sounds like our voice. And so we question it and Mm -hmm. we... We almost psych ourselves out like, yep. wait, did you say to get up? Like, if it would, if it wouldn't, if you wouldn't have felt that conviction in your spirit, he probably been said that to you um, many times. But because it, it just sounded like your voice at the time and it was it was quiet, it was low, it just got to the point where it's like, all right, no, nah, get up. Like, you mm-hmm. got to get up Because why does God have to yell at us, though? Mm-hmm. If we really being quite frank, why? Because I, I battle with that, too, though, hearing things in my head. I'm like, girl, stop fucking yourself. Like, yeah. <laughs> I swear it'd just be me yeah. in my head. But then I'm like, but that was really logical. Like, that did make sense. I probably should do that. Or <laughs> or it didn't make sense, but it gave you peace. Mm-hmm. And that sometimes is when I know it's God where it's like, hmm, on paper this doesn't seem to make sense. But spiritually, it feels like this is what you're telling me to do. And mm-hmm. it makes me feel at peace. But I'm going to question it because it's not logical if I was to explain this to somebody mm-hmm. else. And then that's when we lose track of his voice altogether and we start doing our own things. That for me is what definitely can trip me up sometimes. But I know for sure when he's talking to me, when I feel like, oh, okay, like I'm, I'm feeling this tug and pull, but eventually it's like a peace that comes with it. It don't always be that way. Sometimes I don't want to do it. A lot of times right. I don't want to do what he's saying. So, yeah. right. uh, you know, but... It comes with a piece eventually, but yeah, yeah. No, I get that. It's I I feel God's presence, like yeah. I I feel it, but it's like I want, and that's that's my fault, but that's my truth of I want to hear it like I heard it before because I I listened because I knew for a fact that was Him and not me. You but maybe God wants you to realize that you have to be able to hear Him at all Ooh. in all areas of your life, well, not just from where you was back then. Not, but you have to think about where you are going. You're not going to hear, you may not hear God in the same sense where you are going or where he is trying to take you. Because mm-hmm. I had to learn too, God will talk to you through people that you really, like people that you, you know how we were talking about people that you really ain't got no business talking to? Mm-hmm. I realized God talked to me through them people. Like they'll mm-hmm. say something, I'm like, mm-hmm. God told me to cut you off and I had But once you said that, mm-hmm. that was conf- confirmation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or they'll say something to you like, huh? Like my me and my sister were talking the other day, and kid you not, know, I said something random, something completely random to her that shouldn't have. for real that's literally what it is that's that's amazing though i'm glad she got her confirmation you ain't even really your sister amen okay we love that i love it i'm like okay and lauren i don't know um back to your like to your point that you were making earlier as far as trying to figure out how he
to reveal that to you because he knows that that's on your heart. And I feel like God sometimes, it's like he know what we want. Ready to surrender and it's not just the I don't know yet if I'm like now you're down to your last whatever and it's like I have to I have no other choice because if you're going to hesitate God gonna allow you to hesitate he gonna watch you hesitate. oh yeah he gonna watch you yeah he did. man this has been like such a great conversation probably the best episode I've ever done like I felt so much emotion I felt so connected to both of y'all and like my questions are getting answered in ways that I needed. And I just appreciate both of y'all so much. And oh, <laughs> these two together, I swear, I cannot, I cannot. Yes. <laughs> but I mean, do you guys have any last closing remarks or anything that you want to say to, to close out this awesome conversation? Well, firstly, I wanted to thank you for having me because thanks. <laughs> <laughs> And, and secondly, um, just remember that every season has a purpose. Mm -hmm. Like whatever season you are going through is purposeful. And it's our responsibility to figure out what that purpose in that season is. Nobody's going to shove it down our throats. Nobody's going to force us to find out. It's up to us to remember why we are here, what our purpose is here, and just go for it. Yeah, yes. Thank you uh, once again for having us on. This was this is really great and it mm -hmm. honestly just helped me think about a lot of things differently too. And I would say like day by day, y'all, it's literally one foot in front of the other. Every season has a length. Some seasons are shorter, some are longer. Just like we feel like the winter months, they, they're longer sometimes than, you know, what it may feel like in a different season. But, I don't know, this global warming. <laughs> yeah, global warming is hitting a little different. But y'all, you know, you get, what I'm saying. you get the idea. You know, some seasons do feel longer than others, but every season has a purpose. And mm -hmm. so we have to figure out what the reason for that season is, you know. And that's what we've been talking about. So yeah. Yes, I like how you ended with the title. <laughs> that, that, I like that ending. But yeah. I like I said, I thank y'all. This was definitely like food for the soul. Feeling and experience. I hope that you enjoyed listening to it. Um, and make sure that you share it with someone who you think needs to hear this. Because I definitely think this is one of the most important conversations I've had. Especially during this time. And if you don't already... Follow this platform on Instagram and Twitter at Let's Talk With Low. Also, if you haven't subscribed um, through whatever streaming service that you're listening to this, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, hit that subscribe button and let's talk soon.